what the holy hell did we talk about today here on the Friday Pack of Listocky and Stout, Montana's premier uh, rainbow trout fishery and located in the heart of the Black Magic City. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. Well put. Yeah, you can get a full rundown of damn near two months worth of city council. Yeah, I did. Cliff see notes again, yeah. We got a, uh, no, full rundown. Full rundown? Yep. Okay. Real time, minute by minute rundown. Did we get an email? Yeah, we got an email about, hey, you guys still do this podcast? <laughs> and I wanted to reply like, we don't owe you shit, bitch. <laughs> but that wouldn't have been very nice. Because, yeah, we do. We're just kind of busy. Got a lot got a lot of shit going on in your life, and you got a lot to balance. And so, Gotcha. Yeah. No, we're still doing it. And here it is. <laughs> here it is. It'll be out. Sorry, it's late. In a couple days. I don't know if it's late. It's right on time. It's right on time. Because this is when we decided to do it. Yep. But we probably could do it more often. We should. Yeah. We keep saying we are. Yeah. Yeah, we're turning over a new leaf. We're going to do one every three days from now on. <laughs> every, just nonstop content. Just a content <laughs> mill. Yeah. We're going to have a producer that laughs extraordinarily loud in the background. Oh, yeah. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah, we got to get some more folks on, too. Who the hell was it that I was thinking? Anyway, um, yeah, we get a good rundown of like six sessions, kind of the high points slash low points, mm-hmm. about six sessions of city council mm-hmm. over January and February. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with some highly educated, knowledgeable um, takes thrown in from you and me. Sure. Stocky and Stout. Yep. You're going to, we're really going to fill in those gaps for you. I hope so. Bring your. Hope you're inspired to go out and become involved in your city to help out in any way you possibly can. Yep. Whatever that may be. If you join a board, pick up a piece of trash. Something. Yell at a homeless person. Yell at a homeless person. That's a good thing Um, to do. Don't do that. Buy some canes. Absolutely. Yeah. There'll be more on that later in the episode. Um, Uh, And not sugar canes. No. Different kind. Yeah. I did do, I forgot to say, I did the uh, uh, point in time survey where you cruise around and find and interview people who don't have a place to stay. Sure. And uh, that was an interesting and eye-opening experience. Highly recommend that to anybody. So if you ever want to try that, I'll probably advertise for volunteers before we do it again next year. And what these? It's well, obviously a point in time. What is the, what is the date data used for? Basically, gonna see it'll be used as um, statistics on how many homeless people are in Billings. So you spread out across the city and try to find it. You know, you, and you only find ten percent of them, maybe. Sure. Um, but then get some stats like, well, the, the people we interviewed were in the military, have been homeless for three months. This is their third episode of homelessness. They, they are homeless because they got kicked out because of drug use or they just were evicted for non-payment, can't afford the place, blah, 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 stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and it's kind of a long interview. And then we had, you know, little goodie bags to hand out to folks who wanted to participate and then i also figured that taking a couple of pack of cigarettes with me would open some doors too and that really does help so what's what kind of six we're talking uh reds no hundreds didn't didn't splash that hard american spirit uh parliaments what the hell were they dutch brothers no 
now. They're down pretty low. Backwoods? One step up from USA Golds. USA Golds. <laughs> yeah, they were. They're pretty rough. Okay. But, you know, sometimes a cigarette's a cigarette, and Fair. I got through damn near two packs of them, so. Well, ne- next year you can do the hand rolls. You just like. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. I'd lick this one. Yeah. No, you offer them a cigarette, and you give them five. Sure. And uh, they'll talk to you for a nice long time. And damn. It's like jail currency, man. It, what kind of sucks, though, is they're like, hey, do you, uh, are you, do you not have a place to stay tonight? Can I ask you a couple of questions? And they're like, sure. And then you're like, well, thanks. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to offer you except this granola bar. <laughs> Would you like a sweatshirt? Yeah. But, you know, whatever. It's we, You explain to them what it's for. It's like, this is how we get funding mm-hmm. for more sheltery things and more services and stuff like that. Sure. More money that we can give to the rescue mission. Yeah to build their never-ending project and you know one poor guy's like how's that does that money actually go to anything or does it just end up in people's pockets <laughs> just like you know, <sighs> sit down sir let's talk about the nonprofit model funny story actually <laughs> so yeah anyway yeah it's a good thing to do and uh yeah i'll when, when we're when we're approaching that time next time uh, i'll call out for some more folks to show up and help out yeah good all right Apologize for the lateness of it. We're going to get more out. It's going to happen. Yeah. I believe in myself. We love all you nerds. It's going to happen. Oh, both of you guys who are listening. Thank you. All right. It's uh, 21st? 20th. 21st of February, 2024. Of an extra uh, long February. Extra long February. It's a jump year. Yep. This year. So. Well put. We got that to look forward to. You know what else you got to look forward to? It's another episode of the Friday Pack with Stocky and Stout. Mm-hmm. I am Stocky here at the end of the table. On the other end, Fitch is spinning his way away with a nice, tall, cool glass of Coors Edge. <laughs> I know, face is here. stout. <laughs> There's no booze here today. So if if you drink like a Dutton and you drink Coors, uh, what are you if you drink a Coors Edge? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I don't want to be a Dutton, so that's okay. good. Let's <laughs> try to figure which family that would be. <laughs> Those are the uh, the whites of West Virginia. Oh, do a little West Virginia mating call. They definitely <laughs> do not drink Coors Edge. No, no. They barely drink water. Yeah, I guess, and it's mostly uh, uh, who's that? Logan Paul's Prime Sports Drink, and probably then, yeah. you know, Maybe Xanax maybe. bars. Yeah. Something with Xanax in it. <laughs> you know, like that's all right. Maybe a little protein, you know, bar every so often. Maybe yeah. a Nature Valley granola bar. Pig's feet. Nice. At the bar. Delicious. Or some honey buns. Mm. Have you ever had one of those? Yeah. Oof. I've never, I've never broken yeah. the seal on one of those <laughs> oh, for myself. Yeah. <laughs> really something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a pastry. I know they're It's currency. an American pastry. <laughs> they're currency in prisons. Sure. So they must be pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think. They're like Never been to prison calories. yet, so not so far. Not so far. Been no. been doing all right. Keep trying. Anyways, uh, this is a, a podcast about uh, Billings goings ons, you sort know, of. sort of, uh, but mostly f- focusing on the Billings City Council. Sometimes the Yellowstone County commissioners. When we feel like we're not bad enough, you just watch that for ten minutes because that's usually how long their meetings last. Uh-huh. And if you want a rundown of how they kind of go, um, just imagine three old men sitting on a dais. Someone passes them a manila envelope, they open it, read what's in the envelope, and then they adjourn the meeting. Silently, yes. Yeah. 
Or sometimes they yell at each other, too. Oh, that's true. That happens every so often. Which is pretty fun. And then sometimes they take their traveling roadshow to a Dickie's Barbecue Pit, uh-huh. um, and then they decide what's going to happen, and then, you know, stuff, yeah. stuff yeah. happens, and then someone says, hey, you can't do that outside of this place where we open the manila envelopes for five <laughs> minutes and yeah. then leave. <laughs> Pretty good system. Was, yeah, it really is. That's yeah. kind of how it goes over there at the county commissioners. But uh, Pretty here well at the Billing City Council, you got 11 people usually. Yeah. Some people sometimes on Zoom, as was apparent uh, this past couple of months with the crowd going around. Some council members were, were sick Yeah. Um, and phoned in uh, over the Skype. It is kind of nice. Yeah. It is kind of nice. Um Let's go all the way back to uh, January 8th. Oh, can we? We're seven, would you call that eight days into the new year or seven days into the new year? Well, there's know. no January 0th. Yeah. So eight days. Okay. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that was so confusing, but it was to me. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I am left-handed and kind of dyslexic, so everything's go. sort of a challenge. <laughs> yeah. I know this time. Right-handed <laughs> not, but still a challenge. Uh, it was a regular session. The first one of the new year. Uh, let's see. We're talking about uh, Department of Emergency Services. So there is a division. It's at the county level. Yeah. Um, I forget his name, but I can hear his Arkansas twang. Uh, Casey, let's call him Casey Arkansas. Okay, um, sounds good. We'll do some wordplay. He runs your Department of Emergency Services, updating uh, that whole system. They've tried, I think it was called Code Red. It's oh, yeah. It's kind of a voluntary opt-in thing. Uh, it wasn't necessarily utilized or used all that much, so they've, they're moving on into a different system, a new software. So there's that. I logged into it, and I never got anything. I downloaded yeah. it and logged in and never got anything. It must be like due to like geolocation, I think, too. The only, I think the, the highlight of it was you can just inform the people that are there, not a big yeah. mass text, like an Amber Alert or anything like that. Just the people who are in the explosion get the notification. That's true. That's good. Seems like a good idea. <laughs> um, but mostly we're talking about way, uh, water and wastewater modifications or storm fees. Oh, boy. Oh, man. So, I mean. The we'll new dump fees. <laughs> <laughs> storm fees are the new dump fees. So this will be a long, drawn-out, convoluted conversation. Well, clip two will be, but the first one is will just be a clear, concise um, rundown of exactly what's that it's all about. Okay. Um, and then... Can't wait. We'll have um, even more shenanigans, if you will. I'm, I will. There will be flair on uniforms, and people will be asking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did go to the Budget and Finance uh, Committee with this presentation in December. They thought it was extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Actually, they, they agreed with the reasons for this change, but they did ask us to change one thing in the schedule and the public input process, so we have incorporated that. Mm. Um, so like I said, we are proposing to move the storm fee, which is now charged as an assessment on the annual property tax statement, to the monthly utility bill. And we're not talking about the Marvel comic universe. We're not talking about storm from the Marvel comic universe. She's staying put. Yeah. We're talking about she actual stormwater. Yeah. She was by big big uh thunderstorm. Yep, no fees. No fees. So we're talking about storm fees, you know. Yep. Water coming off roofs, into gutters, into grates. Huge empty parking lots collecting rain. Yes. 
That's what we're talking about, not Marvel. Okay. Either method can be used in Montana. And so in Montana, we have Butte, Helena, and Kalispell that still charge it on the property taxes, and Bozeman, Great Falls, and Missoula who have moved it to the utility bill. So one of the primary reasons to make the change um, that we think is important is to increase transparency. Okay. You are going to have a lot more uh, chance to see your fee and to get any corrections made if you're seeing your fee 12 times a year opposed to once on the property tax statement. Got it. Um, the other thing with the property tax statement is some people don't see them at all. Uh, they get their statements mailed to the mortgage company and never look at them so that they don't have that opportunity. That? And we did the same thing back in 2012 with solid waste where we were charging the solid waste fee on the property tax statement until that time. We moved it to um, the utility bill and we found that a lot of people um, had errors that we, they were being billed for an extra container or a larger container for a number of years. They were able to catch that through the more transparent utility bill. Oh, yeah. Awesome. The Keep other very important reason that we think um, it's really why we started down this road was we would like to move it to the utility bill because it will be um, give us the ability to decrease the reserves that are needed. So we've had a number of questions about um, why we're doing this and, and who it will affect uh, since uh, people were first notified of it. So the first question there is, can't see it here, but um, how will this affect uh, renters? So, and it really depends. A lot of times right now, landlords are already paying both the utility bills and of course they always pay, pay the property taxes. But when they're not, it will mean that renters are going to have an increase in the, their utility bill. Didn't think about Theoretically, that. their rent should decrease. I don't know if it will, but that they, <laughs> all landlords are going to recover the property taxes and the rent. So theoretically, it should <coughs> offset each other. Oh, I'm sure. And then the sure next one is how will it affect disabled veterans and low-income homeowners that receive property tax assistance? And it will not affect them. They don't receive any kind of assistance on these storm assessments or street maintenance district assessments that's not for these assessments so they don't receive that now it will not have any effect and it's the same thing for not-for-profit they have to pay the full storm fee now um, they're not exempt from it and so it won't affect them either um, how will this change affect the rates and there's been a lot of confusion around that um, this change is completely independent from any rate change that council ultimately approves. So whether we're charging $5 a month or $8 or some other number, our recommendation is still to move it to the utility bill. Okay. And then why now? And that's really a, a timing issue with our software. We're in the process right now of changing over to a new assessment software. So we either have to do a conversion process to that or we have to convert it to the utility bill. So if we're going to ever move it um, to the utility bill, now would really be the time. I think it's been said here tonight that, that uh, there is going to be impact. Okay. Before we get to the human embodiment of the internet itself, <laughs> it mean, seems like it's makes... all clear. It seems like clear. Yeah. And then Rodney starts talking and, and then I feel, I just feel lost and I don't know what's happening. Okay. Yeah. And, and then I get 
back to the original one. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then he starts talking, and then I, you know, go cross-eyed and try to figure out what he's talking about. <laughs> and I feel like I'm missing something every time he starts talking. I'm like, is he is he onto something? Am I missing something? Yeah. Okay. And I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't know if I feel alone when I hear him talk because there's never really like just all over the place. Maybe our listener will let okay. us know. Okay. So this is Roy Nees, uh, um regurgitating what he he has heard from this presentation and how he interprets what's what's going to happen with the stormwater fees. Okay. Which are moving, as she, as she has stated. To our residents and citizens um, in, in a tax, in a tax um, way, in several different ways, not just deductibility, but I think this is going to hit our low-income uh, homeowners uh, really the most. I've I've recently went to a seniors event and we have seniors telling us how they're about to lose their houses now because of the higher taxes and the cost of the government that is getting so much as taxing them out of their homes. Um, you know, I don't know what to tell them when when they tell you this and and um, they can't go out and get a second job. They can't, you know, sell more items um, to to make an increase of revenue uh, like a lot of us can. And oh. so I, I think when we we are putting this forward to the residents, um, we need to really be accountable to all of our residents, not just those who can afford it. We can afford to pay the $60 or $5 a month extra uh, on their bill. So I, I, because as we know that it is what it is now, um, this is what the current rate is. Um, remember the council approved to increase that $178 million over the next seven, six or seven years. And that's gonna go from $5 all the way up to you know, probably $20 a month and, and that. So it is a, a lot of coming that way. And I think the transparency argument of being um, having it come out monthly, um, if it was a true utility, there may be some some it, it real um, that could make sense. But I think um, it, you know it's this is not a utility now unless this city council and or the staff is somehow planning to this become a true utility where they are going to start regulating and change the current rates that they have now to. To more focus in on on larger houses that maybe you know send the water off into the street, or uh, maybe houses that don't have any stormwater uh, going off, they can actually then don't have to pay the fee. Metering Things like that, you know, that gutter. becomes then a true utility. But at this <laughs> point in time, it's not a true utility. It's a it's a public benefit. It's an assessment um, that is good for everyone. Just because I don't have stormwater drains in my street doesn't mean that I don't benefit because there's stormwater uh, being collected and moved from downtown so that I can go downtown or I can go across town and visit my friends and neighbors. It's important that yeah. this is like a community cost that is born that way. Um, <laughs> I think that when we, um, like where when we look going? at um, having this impact like this, um, again, I I want to say I don't believe it's a utility and I, I believe we need to keep it where it's at on the taxes. Um, as was said, these what these are it? these assessments are considered property taxes and are deductible. It will impact everyone in the city who does do deductibility on their taxes. I've looked into a little bit of what was said here That's tonight about the people. qualifications for low income and it will impact those low income people applying for that low income assistance. Um, and, and that whole idea of the, the state giving that low-income program is to help alleviate um, people with low income to be able to stay in their homes. And what's happened over the 
years has been, we can see Kalispell and Butte and Helena has now moved some of their cost of government from the tax rolls over into these assessments that are not being counted in this low-income uh, calculation. What? The state legislators looking at that and seeing that, and they're going to they're going to probably have to take a look at this and find out why is our the cities bypassing this and then the impacting what these low incomes really should be qualifying for. And so, the more the cities act in ways to find ways to shift funds from the tax rolls into assessments, the more the state legislator is going to clamp down on cities to, to to make laws to prevent us from doing things like that. And I think that we need to act in good faith for the state laws and understand what they want. So I, I do not support moving this, and I would hope uh, others would support me as well. Thank you. Now, before we get to the rebuttal, but I mean, this is the last. Not it's not metered. And yeah, it's, a, gonna... it's a structure. It's a structure throughout the entire city of Billings that yeah. um, you need to account for, as apparent with the what the floods a uh, couple or like a year ago in June, where yeah, you know Shiloh Crossing just looked like you know Shiloh Lake. It was full of turds. Yeah, it was full of turds. <coughs> um, it's yeah, a, beer. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> Keep going. All right, but now you get your rebuttal from. Uh, Councilmember uh, Rupsis, uh, to the the wide ranging and uh, 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 I don't I don't even know how this what a fantastic voyage of a comment that Nice just did. Thank you very much, uh, Councilmember Tidwell. I don't think I get any to that. I'm good. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Uh, further Thanks, discussion, Councilmember Rupsis. Thank you, Mayor. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but. Councilman Bernice, I, I think all of that was pretty much wrong. Um, <laughs> a quick Google search shows that assessments that are not are, are considered by the federal government, regardless of what the state considers, the federal government are not deductible. Now, probably most of us actually use the total dollar amount, but they're technically not supposed to be. So um, there's no impact, and we've gotten this uh, from uh, legal or somebody on um, the low income. Um, property uh, assistance program. This assessments are not included. In that. that doesn't it doesn't impact that. Um, and this last thing, I can't even remember what the last thing was all about. Was the I, I'm sorry, but there, there's there's hard to keep up. The, the idea of moving assessments to a, a the utility bill is bad because. The state legislature is going to crack down on stuff like that. Like, it's already an assessment. If they're going to crack down on assessments, they would have done it already. These are these are un, uh, unregulated, or, or uh, they're not controlled by the state. And, and if they're concerned about assessments, they already would have been doing it for a stormwater fees. So, really, none of that jumble there was. I mean, it, it seems to be coming from a good place, um, but it just doesn't seem to be accurate based on what we've heard, um, which is very disappointing. I think this is a very uh, simple change. There are going to be some people that hit that $10,000 salt deduction uh, limit. It's not or, low income uh, people. Um, no shit. On, on the federal tax um, that now get that extra $60 worth of deduction, uh, which will have a few yeah, dollars uh, benefit to them. Um, so they are or, or hit. Um, they, they will be impacted by that. Um, but if you're already paying over $10,000 in state and local taxes, um, 
I'm sorry, I'm probably thinking of that backwards, right? You're, you're paying under $10,000 uh, in state and local taxes, and then um, you're, you're going to get the benefit still. It, it just doesn't, I'm sorry, but that was an inaccurate statement. And, and I think we owe it to the, the taxpayers to, to really understand the impacts here. Um, and, and they're being overstated for some reason. I just, I don't know why. This is a simple change. We did it with our, our um, solid waste, as, as Jennifer indicated, 10 or so years ago. And there hasn't been an uproar. It's been a benefit to, to have that on our utility bill as opposed to our, our property tax statement. So um, I'm not going to support this. I think the staff should go ahead and, and do this. Um, I'm not really sure where the concern is coming from. The actual tax impact is, is not there. Um, and people should not be concerned about this. It's a simply... Um, an administrative change. Now, when we get to the point where we're talking about how much are we going to increase the stormwater <laughs> assessments, uh, that's a different story, right? That's that's where we're going to have an impact on people. This, what we're talking about here tonight, nobody is going to notice. So um, I'm, I'm going to be against this motion. Thank you. But anyway. That makes I mean, I guess if the landlord's been paying it on the property tax but the tenants are paying the water bill then it goes on the water bill so i can see okay that's five bucks extra yeah because they're paying so much attention rather than just saying oh it's just market rate whatever that fucking high ass number is yeah <laughs> but i also don't know very many t tenants who pay their own water bill too like usually that's yeah usually especially if you're in like a well, and fucking correct me if i'm wrong but if you're in a multiplex there's one meter on the place and the landlord pays that and divides that up and multiplies it by six and charges the tenants that much too. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. It seems like he's just sort of feigning interest in, you know, people that yeah. I don't want to say he's, you know, placating to them, but I'll go with uh, that. <laughs> since when have you cared? Exactly. Yep. I mean, yeah, I no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Well, he, I guess he cares. It just, I don't know what he's caring about. Are you leaving us in suspense? What happened? What happened? Yeah. Did it pass? Oh, yeah. He just inserted it, and it passed. Okay. So this was, yeah, before, like Rupsis was saying, like the actual stormwater assessments that are coming down the line, which they're going to have to account yeah. for, that's a different story. This was just, yeah. you know, this is just like pushing a button on a computer. Yeah, that was pretty easy. Like, I don't want you to push the button on the computer. I'm going to push it. No, you're not. <laughs> And then it happened. Yep. Man. Uh, okay. So there, those one, two, and three, those clips. Uh, let's move to January 8th. Can we? Um, they're talking about the West End water treatment, which I think people have got a pretty firm grasp, but I don't know if they do. Uh, but I'd Cam say so. Camacho Lakes there out on the West End is going to be a giant project. How big? About $150 million Grande. of a project. Camacho Lakes, um, like we have been advocating for it to be called here on the podcast, which it should be. Um, not like disappointed that the Brondo Civic Center did not get approved, <laughs> but Camacho <laughs> Lakes we can keep pushing for. Um, so they're going to have, I believe, a ribbon cutting ceremony coming up here pretty quick. Cool. Uh, for that, um, so they awarded a sixty-eight million dollar contract for um, initial site work and piping and all sorts of stuff for the West End Water Treatment Plant. Awesome. If you don't know where that is, it's uh, just uh, let's go southwest of Shields. Or Shillelaghs, as my aunt once time, at one time called it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to go to Shillelaghs. Uh, most people just call it Shields. Shields, yeah. Yeah. Or 
Skeels. I've heard Skeels, too. Skeels. Yeah. Um, Shiles, but it is uh, it's just southwest of Shields, uh, north of Monad. Or uh, is that Gable? No, that's... Uh, Shiloh. Not, well, there's Shiloh. Oh, and then over there is... And I there's that big, Gable. long two-lane that feels like you're just driving over speed bumps. Nybauer? Is it Nybauer or Gable or yeah, one, one of the two? Someone's things. saying it out loud right now. You idiots. It's <laughs> fucking... Nah, nah, nah. So that road's going to change because there's going to be, uh, I believe, two ponds. Mm-hmm. It'll be the... Uh, I think it'll be the largest recreational lake in the state of Montana once it's completed. That's the, the rumor. I hear they got cool little, yeah, you know, flyover. Um, CG, see, there's a car going really fast down 27th. <laughs> uh, it looks like Hesper. Hesper, yeah, because um, it'll be broken down in two ponds. Um, there will be water treatment uh, capabilities for this place, and there will be recreational opportunities as well. So, nice. That's going to be a rapidly growing part of town, and yep. it's just to see what it looks like sort of in the end because. A lot of developers around there are planning for that to be kind of a recreational mecca. If you've not been over there and saw all the seen all the uh, apartment complexes that are kind of going in there, there's a lot and all the infrastructure and there's already us, the nice little park there. Yeah, the uh, that one actually catches storm water and is kind of a natural area and lets the sediment settle and yeah, it's kind of a cool little natural area there as well. Um, public commenting on online. Mm-hmm. Great yeah, idea. Real good idea. Works, um, works had a, really well and never goes wrong. They've had a couple people commenting, uh, some fake people with fake addresses, uh, getting a little uh, hate speechy and racist. That's during fun. public comment. Um, those aren't fun and shouldn't be accepted or allowed, but they're, they're starting to make strides on when it happens, who's kind of in control of the situation and who does what. So I guess to shut them off. <laughs> Ifland was there uh, sort of running that meeting, and there was just a group of them online really? uh, waiting to comment on things that pertain to nothing on the necessarily agenda. Are you thinking pranksters or activists? Uh, activists. There's some sort of – one of them was like Alec, Alexis Weaver. She gave a fake um, address. Um. But you can go down like a Google wormhole and kind of see where they're attached through some sort of organization that advocates for some awful idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, so those are happening. Uh, Councilmember Shaw from Ward 1 is a new uh, mayor pro tem. Nice. Congrats. Yeah, so I got that on the 8th. That one is an hour 51 long. Wow. So let's go down to the library again. And uh, CO Silverstone um, met to talk with uh, constituents constituents about uh, what they're seeing as problems. Uh, one of the main ones being Medicare reimbursements; those aren't showing up, and people are starting to panic a little bit because they're relying on them to reimburse them. Yeah, and I don't think the legislature did them any favors no. in the last session. No, so. imagine that. That is happening. I don't know if you have anything else to add to that one, but that one was full of a lot of people with a lot of good ideas uh, that were very frustrated. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much standard for those groups. Sure. And uh, Swimming the, upstream. Yep. <laughs> and the county came through to give, you know, $750,000 um, in a grant, so to off the streets, right? Uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that's who got it, right? right? The yeah. good. Yep. Oh, wait, no. It so... Was. 
<laughs> Montana Housing is requesting Yellowstone County Commissioner's input re- uh, regarding two applications that we received for emergency shelter uh, facility grant. So there's technically no emergency shelter here in the city of Billings, the largest city in Billings, uh, for people to go. and Where everyone in Montana is sent yeah. if they're experiencing homeless, homelessness. Um, so two eligible nonprofits, uh, just reading from the background, have each requested $750,000 to help finance their proposed projects to construct an emergency shelter space in Yellowstone County. Um, so the two were Off the Streets Corporation and Montana Rescue Mission, and then the county commissioners uh, listened to the COC and said, you're a really great organization, but we're going to give $750,000 more to the Montana Rescue Mission because that's what we do every year, and that's what we're going to do for the foreseeable future. It's proven so effective. Yep, and they've got a project going down there that's been going since 2017, and it's almost not kind of done. Yeah, it's almost kind of looking like it's begun. Yeah, so really just flying along down there. Mm -hmm. Yep, great. Good for them. Uh, there was an all-city task force on January 22nd, so if you want to look up that and watch that. I watched a little bit of it, Just, you know, all the city task forces around town. So Rimrock um, has started up again and it's kind of going. Pressing, Central Terry. Central Terry. South Park. Uh, North Park. North Park, and then the Heights. Yep. Um, we're all there. Um, and then there was one guy in the back open carrying, so it made for a really, um, you know, not tense meeting. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Neat. Indeed. Uh, 22nd. Well, that was on the 22nd. That was a regular city business meeting, too. Uh, what else is on there? A lot of unanimous support for a lot of things. Access control to the new city hall. I, I know you were concerned about access control to the place, so I. Uh, they discussed that at length. Actually, I'm interested in access control. Ooh. <laughs> so they uh, they uh, they approved Pine Cove Consulting oh. with their new city hall access control and camera system. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, they know more about it than I do, so whatever. Yeah. I'm just interested in what they end up with. Yeah. How many key cards you can have? How many keys? How how well I can clone them <laughs> um and then on this one they did the uh, community board so board departments so if you're a new city council member you get to go on like subcommittees or you get to go on boards mm-hmm. like uh for instance on the big sky economic development board you can have council member boyette uh Beartooth rc and d board council member kennedy legislative and local affairs um there are three uh, subcommittees for the council. Mm-hmm. There is legislative and local affairs, budget and finance, and council operations. Uh, legislative and local affairs, you're going to have Nice, Joy, Boyette, and Shaw. Budget and finance, you're going to have Ulick, Owen, Kennedy, Aspen Leader, and Rupsis, and a fart. <laughs> and council operations, Mount Mayor Cole, council members Boyette, Shaw, and Nice. Sure. Those are all, I believe, public meetings, and they held them in City Hall on that first floor there in that little conference room. Mm-hmm. They just advertise when they're going to meet, and you can go down there and listen to what they're talking about. Just bored out of your gourd. Yeah. So you can have that on a, on a weekday. Go down there and have yourself a time. Yeah. <laughs> well put. Uh, end of February. Yeah. Gosh darn it, we're already into February. Uh, we talked about uh, crisis response units and mobile response units. So the city now has dedicated units that ride around in 
uh, SUVs. Ford Explorers. Ford Explorers, SUVs. Yeah. From what's um, that place there? They buy all their Fords? Uh, the one out of Baton Rouge. No, or something no like it's that? out of Florida. Yeah. <clears throat> that they get all, because no one wants to touch... I, I, they just mu- must not have the volume or, yeah. to offer the pricing, I guess, That's which strange. doesn't make a lot of sense. But no, it doesn't. But I'm not a car salesman. Yeah. those That, cri- uh, that crisis response unit is pretty cool. It shows yeah, so up, there's, too. There's one with the fire department, and there's I think there's two with the fire department. Yeah. Um, and then they use uh, prioritized, um, not distribution, but when you call in a 911, prioritized dis- dispatch, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. They make the dis- distinction whether they need to send out, uh, you know, giant ladder truck, a full fire engine, or this crisis response units, which have uh, the right personnel on them. It's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. To deal with said situation, which I Rather think is a welcome thing. Fire truck. Yeah. Especially on a a large vehicle such as a fire truck that's just goes out, stops, looks around, and says. We're going to call someone else, and then this leaves. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> Burn nine gallons of diesel for <laughs> Exactly. That. That's a good deal, though. Yep. Uh, also on that one, we were talking about shipped stuff. Woo! I believe as well. Oh, the Domestic Violence Investigation Unit. So mm-hmm. they're moving forward with that, like, along the lines of the Family Justice Center um, at the YMCA, and then this uh, Domestic Violence Investigation Unit as well. Yeah. So all those are getting traction and moving forward. Go team. Go team go. February 12th, which was not two days ago, but the 12th, obviously. Yeah. Uh, City Health Security, Bills Environment. Um, Wilson Park. I didn't even know it had a name. But the Ellison Valley Animal Shelter and Rocky Vista, the new, is it osteopathic? Is that the medical term for it? Osteopathy? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The big D-O medical school, school yeah. that was Med- built by school, sure. the uh, the reservoir, the upcoming reservoir. They're also doing veterinary med- medicine out there now. Yeah, they're going to try to team up with the Elso Valley Alderman Shelter and build um, a new facility here in Wilson Park, which is just south of the Sugar Beet Factory. Sure. Um, it's a very um, strong-smelling place. Yes, and the groundwater is not contaminated at all oh good um that's good to know all those pines all those ponds above them are perfectly lined they don't collapse ever i can tell you that yeah that's so, really nice yeah except in you know 2011 or 2010 when it did yeah and then the entire south side smelt like yeah, burnt feces for four months because yeah. no it just got deal. snowed on froze and then it would just thaw and it was like Horrible smell. Then it would <laughs> oh, freeze again. Then it went unthaw again. Oh yeah, it was it was nice. Yeah, that's lovely. Real, real nice. So I get. It seems like a, a maybe a good place to do it. Maybe not. I don't know. It's tough to say. I mean, there's it doesn't it doesn't inspire you know a lot of confidence knowing what your north neighbor is. You're not gonna want to like build a house there though either. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You're not gonna want to dig a basement. I don't. No. I don't get that sensation. And it's, and it's not gonna be a great place for just a park. Yeah. Either. Like you're not gonna just go play there. Like it is a park, but it's there's a locked gate on it. Yeah. Um, Most of it's just for like snow storage in the winter. If it snows a lot, they just truck all that mm-hmm. snow over there, just dump it there, and let, let it, it soak in. Let it soak into the ground. And you know, like if the tree falls down in the park and they saw it up, they take it down there. Mm-hmm compost piles and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I don't know, it's an animal shelter. Nobody has to live there but homeless animals, and they probably won't really give a shit. What yeah, they won't. Groundwater quality is. <laughs> and be, this will be rolling on the ground all the time. Just, yeah. It smells like dead fish everywhere. There's <laughs> thousands yeah, of dogs out there dogs just rolling around. It. <laughs> Nobody can smell me at all here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's Animal shelters don't smell great anyway, so. Sure. What the hell? I, hey, go for it. Yeah. Big old chunk of kind of unusable land for much else. Yeah. I mean, a, kind of a curmudgeon, but yeah, I am kind of a curmudgeon about the uh, sugar beet factory. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> I get it's an economic driver, but it's also 100 plus years old, and it's old. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the nice lady Pam, who's uh, who is the waitress at Pays, mm-hmm. her husband works there. Nice. Yep. They still have the same coffee cups? They haven't updated them, have they? No. Thank God. Those little brown, like, hourglass-shaped ones? Yeah, they're like three-quarters of an inch thick around the rim. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hold about eighth of a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. About eight ounces. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's like a taster of coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the the sugar beet factory is really interesting. Um, they have their own power plant there, you know. It's a coal really? fire. It's still a coal-fired power plant that no, powers sure. that thing. I had absolutely no idea. Yeah. I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, Okay. Yeah, so we could go to the 20th. I don't think we want to go there. Uh, one, one more from the 12th. There's an initiative. So the Built Environment Initiative from Rupsis uh, was aiming to get rid of parking minimums. Yeah. Starting, you know, high-level talks on that mm-hmm. because parking minimums are dumb Yeah, for the most part. Agreed. Um, and they need to go away. Case Smart in po- move, case, I think. In his- yeah. Case in point, look behind Lowe's and bath, Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. It's nothing. It's just lines on pavement yeah. that nobody ever parks on. That uh, It's ground that can absorb rainwater sure. and gets put into the storm sewers and right into the river. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Nope. Uh, 20th. I think the, the overarching thing of the 20th was mostly that um, uh, short-term... S- well, they're calling it a short-term solution. Mm-hmm. It feels like me, the county, is trying to make it a long-term solution. Um, and the city council says, no, we need this now. And then the, the county commissioner says, what's that again? Huh? Does the rescue mission need more money? What did you say? And they, we go, no, no, <laughs> just read the letter. We want to make this temporary. And they go, huh? Did you say Tim Pearl? <laughs> no, we didn't. We want a temporary solution. And he's, you know, he's going back and forth. So we're, you know, starting to high-level talks, just allocating money and, and things to get this ball rolling. Um, county commissioners have already engaged with, the, I think, an architect already. So it's like, oh, this, this isn't going to be temporary. You've already made the decision. This isn't going to be temporary. Mm-hmm. This is going to be brick and mortar, concrete, foundation. Or I mean, yeah, it seems kind of weird to me. If you're going to be temporary, find a way to make it temporary. Yeah. Get a bunch of uh, like storage containers like we were talking. Yeah. 50-foot <laughs> yeah. storage containers. Yeah, perfect. It'd be dystopian. But I mean, hey, it, it reads temporary. Like the, you can stack up. Trailer houses like in the beginning of Ready, Ready Player One. Ooh, they're all just kind of stacked ninety degrees to each other. Sure, about forty feet high. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. I, I don't see a problem. What can go wrong? Yep, nothing. Uh, what was the 
Oh, that's next week's. There we go. 20th. That was a work session. Uh, PMD assessments, Montana land use, code enforcement. Oh, yeah, they're updating code enforcement stuff. So they're going after uh, verbiage in the ordinances um, to hopefully give more teeth to the city to get rid of problem properties and nuisance landowners. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to call them nuisance property. They're just nuisance landowners. Yeah. They just need to go away um, and just trying to get, you know, these ha- these places to not be so shitty anymore. Not be so awful. Yeah. Have you heard of that one place called the Colonial? Oh, have I ever. Familiar with it? I am familiar. Yeah, it's down on somewhere on the south side. Yeah, it's like towards what? The park? Yeah, something like and that. And stuff? Yeah. Yeah, they like to have shootings there, and then the victims are always uncooperative. That seems to be the kind of the common thread. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, can't pour shame. No. Some people can't afford a place to live. Yes. But that the guy who owns it's just profiting. Yes. Off of people in a terrible situation. There's not a, there's not a, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Capitalism? He's, he's, oh, sorry. He's not trying to help anybody. <laughs> he's no. just taking money from people and letting them live in fucking squalor and shoot each other. Yeah, and there was a letter to counsel, I think, three days ago about a one, a, I think it's a couple, or a, a group of people that are living in there because it's like their only option. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently most of the uh, nefarious acts or the drug use or just people just being real shitty are on the third floor. Mm-hmm. Um that were above this person, and they punched a hole in her ceiling and are, uh, you know, doing bad things. Say, you know, pooping down the hole, throwing shit down the hole. Jesus. It's just a it's a nightmare situation Yeah, um, that has not been resolved since Councilmember Boyette um, didn't have gray hair on his head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're talking 50, 60 years, of, mm-hmm. if, yeah. if not longer, mm-hmm. that this has been a problem. It's wild, and that landowner has zero oversight, doesn't live anywhere near Billings, just has zero oversight, doesn't give a shit, as long as he can cash his checks, mm-hmm. he won't evict anybody who needs evicted. Yep. It's just, yeah. And then there's a daycare running out of one of them right now, too. Oh, good. Yeah. So you can drop off your kid there. You can. They have a uh, a very large uh, stereo system in there, so when it's warm out, they just let the kids run around and... That'd be some sort of Spotify playlist playing at full blast for that's all the neighborhood to, to hear. Well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that must be enjoyable for the neighbors. Oh, I mean, does it get any better? <laughs> no. Does not. It does not. Uh, what else has been happening in the city? Well, the refinery started on fire. Yeah. Twice. 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 So it's saying Hail Mary's, just watching it from my uh, uh, my place of work. Your front Just sort window. of looking at it and going, well, might die. This is it was good while well, it lasted. Yeah, so that was exciting to watch. Um, <laughs> start on fire twice and do untold millions of dollars of damage. Yeah, and you know nobody can go in and inspect it to see if they're doing anything wrong either. Well, they they provide so many jobs to the city. That's true. Yeah, where would they be without them? I mean. They don't get any tax abatements, Stout, from, no. for doing what they're doing. Absolutely not. It's not like they get millions and millions of dollars a year to just exist. God knows they should. Yeah. 
But yeah, we should know, all just go over there and drink up that water that was full of fuel oil that they tried to put the water or the fire out with. Well, you know, you got to take what you can get. I mean, mm-hmm. water's not free. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's the wastewater produced or, or stormwater solution. We just pipe all the water to the refinery and we just hold it in a storage tank Perfect. for them to use when yeah. they need to because it starts on fire frequently, apparently. And, it kind of does, yeah. Yeah. Um, Every Friday at like eleven twenty, they do their alarm test. That's too. my my lunch my lunch alarm. And every time it's like, <gasps> okay, there's no smoke. Okay, that's yep. fine. That's true. Yep. So they, they they're having troubles over there, yeah. and uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's an entire economy built around the you know yeah. need for fossil fuels. So yeah, what are you gonna do? I, those companies did a good job creating a world that needs fossil fuels. Yeah, someone had to do it. That's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? I mean, crime-wise, I mean, it's, I mean, crime-wise, nationwide, that's mostly going, trending downward. Yeah. But you wouldn't know it from a lot of the discussions yeah. here in town. Crime news. Crime news. Is trending upward. True. I mean, the crime rate in Billings is still trending downward. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the Gazette to see if there's anything... Teen arrested on suspicion of 2023 Southside homicide. Mm. Um, oh. A new shawarma place opened up downtown. That's kind of nice. Yep. That's awesome. I haven't been there yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Denny Reberg running for... Is he opening another Burger King? House campaign. Oh, wait, he can't do that, so he's back to politics. Yeah, he's not very good at Burger Kings, so okay. he's going to run for representative again. Cool. Probably win because people rem- remember his name. Sure. Oh, yeah, Rosendale announced, and then he didn't announce. Yeah, and then he, he unannounced. Unannounced. Like, three days later, <laughs> whatever it was. Oops. Yeah, Rosendale announced Trump endorsed Sheehy, and Rosendale like, well, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Fine. You know, I guess ninth time's the charm, huh? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that happened. Um... Why man died in Dil- Billings Ditch, still unknown. That's a fun article. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that little spielway by, you guessed it, Philip 66, kind of is a catch-all for mm-hmm. bodies. Happens every so often down there. Yeah. It's dark to say, but. It's weird, yeah. It is. Um, Excuse me. I'm trying to log in so I can read it. It's a challenge. Yeah. I know my subscription went up uh, online only reading, 27 bucks a month. That's insane. Got up from, when I started, it was just 5 bucks. Yeah, just for the online only. Yeah. And that wasn't even like for the first two months, 5 bucks, and then goes up to... That was just 5 bucks. It was just like, yeah, it's only 5 bucks a month. And Why then not? it <laughs> tripled. Yeah. And now it's, you know, math. Yeah. So it's a little scary. No, that, I mean, the quality of it isn't out of this world, but it's still kind of like a yeah. nice thing to read in the morning to get some sort of semblance of yeah. existing in this town. An idea of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. the quality is kind of suffering. It's a strange thing where Yellowstone County News might be the better. And that's fucking news. terrifying if you read their opinion section. Oh, my God. It's just wild. Yeah. Ugh. So support your local paper if you can. Yeah, for God's sake, someone please. <laughs> please someone <God>. please. <laughs> let's see what let's see what crime. It just reminds me of that. What's a is it Craig Robinson? 
I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I didn't do shit. I do shit. <laughs> That's what it feels like with the Gazette and Billings. Yeah, people like, I didn't do shit. Yeah. I'm on X now. That's yeah. where I get my news. <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, Substack. I haven't even been on Substack in a while. I wonder if neither. there's any local writers on there. I uh, go to the Billings subreddit. That helps, yeah. That's... Okay. Montana Free Press is always a good one to support too. If you're looking Absolutely. for local journal, journal, journalism to support, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thrifty Nickel. I mean, whew. that barely exists. Sure does. Have you looked at it? I begrudgingly do. It could, yeah, you can still pick them up. They used to be like 40, 50 pages long mm-hmm. sometimes. Barely hold them up. Yeah, and now it's four. Yeah, four to eight. I guess sometimes there's two literal leaves. This supposedly ads. And it's just ads. Like, there's nothing, there's no classifieds. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Why would there be? There's Facebook Marketplace now. True. And Tradio, I mean. And, well, yeah, Tradio. Have you ever been on the Mighty 790? At 8.30 every weekday. There's what's called Tradio. Oh, it's so good. It's About so good. 100% of the time, you're going to get someone calling in with their radio at full blast, and you're just going to get a blast of feedback. Yeah. So good. And it's usually people spell, selling, like, sheep dip yep. and, like, bales of hay and stuff. <laughs> or and just dirt. Guns. And guns. Lots of guns. <laughs> so the Thrifty Nickel is kind of like Tradio in print form. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got two rifles and three border collies that I'm trying to get rid of. I've got some ammo. I don't exactly know. It looks like 22 out long rifle. Yeah. I'm not quite sure, but you can have that too. They're all 116 years old. <laughs> yep. And they can barely remember their own phone number. And then poor Nick Tyler has to repeat everything. And he does a great job. And he fills the full half hour every day. Yeah. It's super worth listening to. Yeah. It's about Seven, the only thing that's worth listening to on there. Yeah. This part. 7.90 a.m. Um yeah, or what, uh, a 94.7 FM? Oh, it's on FM now, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We got some, uh, some audio quality kind of now, huh? Yeah, That's yeah, you can scary. actually sort of hear it. Um, is it every Wednesday morning, too? I think the mayor calls in at like 7.20. Jeez. And they talk. I have no idea. Nick Tyler's like morning show isn't Even like... terrible on the Mighty 790, huh? honestly. He's kind of just a local dude, and he just talks about local shit a little bit. Nice. Not as well as we do, obviously, but... Obviously. I mean, <laughs> it's just impeccable, usually. Yeah, yeah we are. Uh, high-quality shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, you got one more regular session coming up on the 26th. Um, pretty exciting for me. There was a, three people who applied for the Community Development um, Block Grant nice. Committee. So that's exciting. That's awesome. If you're looking for a board and commission, they're always... Technically, kind of still open, so yeah. Go on there. Go on the website. Go to uh, actually, as we advocate on this show, you just go to Google and type in uh, "boards and commissions in the city of Billings, Montana," because God knows you don't want to go to the city's website and blow up your face <laughs> oh, trying to God. navigate it. I know. <laughs> and, and find yourself a a, a committee or a, com- a commission to be on, or yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's kind of fun to get in the the cog, be, become a cog in the wheel of. Yeah. City bureaucracy, because everybody wants accountability, but they don't want what comes with accountability a lot mm-hmm. of the times. Yeah. Which is a lot of, not tedious monotony, but just a lot of, if you're not used to sitting down a lot like I am, yeah. <laughs> it can be a lot. Yeah, it can. I'm going you to start my... vibrating, your entire, start rocking back and forth mm-hmm. like the Rain Man a little bit. Mm-hmm. And 
Dude, this fidget spinner. Too bad this one's broken. I'll get you a good one. Yeah, I need a new one. Um, I I broke that one. I bet you did. I broke a fidget spinner. I, <laughs> I didn't know it was possible, but I did. Fidgeted so hard. I did. Uh, I get to go do my board tomorrow morning. And, the police uh, board? Yeah. How's that going? Real good? Yeah. Really advising? No. No? <laughs> it's getting pretty frustrating. Bummer. But whatever. I'm a terrible board chair. So there's that. I don't Leadership that. of that board sucks. Well. Um, but I mean, we've got a couple things out. So we'll do our best. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I'll quit <laughs> as soon as I get the thing done that I want to get done. And Fair then enough. On to bigger and better can, things? Well, the board will be. Okay. <laughs> I'll just fucking fade into the background and it can actually maybe do something. Hey. Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's a worthwhile thing and you're doing a good job. Thank you. That's kind of you. Uh, that's the Citizens Police Advisory Board. Look into that. Public meetings, please come. Mm-hmm. There's usually someone there who's advocating for caning. Caning? Yeah, like in like Singapore. Like public caning? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, there's, rough. there's some interesting ideas that come through there. I'll and come then... in and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to advocate for sugar caning. <laughs> just... just hand out some cane and just like people yeah. just gnaw on it. Give all you ever the... done that? Just oh, no, yeah, it's no, delicious. It's it's it's, spit it's it. a lot. Do you want it for a while? Spit mm-hmm. it out. Spit it out. Mm. Yeah. No. Mm. Let's give all the criminals diabetes, and then they die on their own. It's great. Two birds, man. No, it's it's weird. There's some there's some interesting folks who come in and unnecessary aggressive people. Yeah, and you know, I have to say stuff like, "Well, thank you for your comment. We can't create laws." Especially ones that are unconstitutional. So is this mostly people coming and advocating for the purge every so often? <laughs> very, very <laughs> close in many cases. It's like the only way to stop crime is to scare people well, into not I mean, honestly, crimes. If you want to get people downtown, I mean, we should probably have a purge, purge night. That's probably a good idea. That'd it be really fun. To see if we can have a DJ and like a... You know, the Blues Brothers, when they go play that country yeah. thing, just like chicken wire around it, and there's bottles getting thrown at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't like the music, and then they play a song they do like, and they throw more bottles at it and yeah. cheer. <laughs> thinking of Downtown that's... Purge. Yeah. They were playing that song Rawhide on Mighty 790 on my way home from work two nights ago, and <laughs> I was thinking of that scene. I wanted to watch that again. Yeah, that's a good album. If you're looking yeah. for a good uh, album to pick up. Damn straight it is. It's a great record. Yeah.